Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hello everybody. My name's Jamie and today's beacon is called Call of Duty. I'm going to start with a quote from a gentleman called Donald Bubner, an author who wrote the book Encouraging People. Donald says, one of the highest of human duties is the duty of encouragement. It is easy to pour cold water on their enthusiasm. It is easy to discourage others. The world is full of discouragers. We have a duty to encourage one another. Many a time, a word of praise or thanks or appreciation or cheer has kept a man on his feet. There are many verses in the Bible that talk about the word duty. If you've come to know Jesus as the boss of your life, you will almost certainly remember where you were when you made the decision and the joy that you experienced in knowing that your sins were forgiven. I remember my day of salvation and the change that took place in my heart and life. It was like when I first started dating my wife. I couldn't see her enough, touch her enough, be with her enough. The same is true when I became a Christian all those years ago at the Davenport Theatre, listening to Billy Graham. After that evening, I couldn't get enough teaching on the Bible or spiritual things, but as time passed, that hunger and thirst began to grow smaller. And after several years as a Christian, it seemed I had no desire to read the Bible as much, nor pray as much. And this is when I realised that something had to replace the initial excitement that I experienced as a new believer. I remember reading about a preacher preach on a message from Ecclesiastes 12.13, that's in the Bible, and the preacher repeatedly cried out, When you read the Bible because God tells you to, even when you don't want to, then you are becoming a pretty good Christian. When you pray when it doesn't make you tingle, but you pray because God tells you to pray, then you are becoming a pretty good Christian. Obligation must drive us, not inspiration. For inspiration is a temporary state, but obligation is a continual state. It is our duty to obey God and keep his commandments. It is your duty. To become a soul winner, we must make it a part of our duty and obligation to do. Many think that they must wait for some sign, some heavenly sign before they go and witness. But that isn't right. When we receive Christ, we are commanded to go and witness for him. The great commission given by Jesus was go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. That's in Mark 16, 15. There are a lot of things I do each day that I don't really want to. First, I have to get out of bed. I'd rather stay in bed, but it's my duty to get up and then go to work or in more recent times to church. I am blessed that I want to go to work. So it is my daily duty to get up and go to work. Another daily duty I do each day is have a wash. I mean, I don't know about you, but I love a good bath, loads of bubbles, possibly even watching something on Netflix on the iPad. The problem I have with having a bath is you can't really do anything else. 
because if you know anything about me, I don't like to do just one thing at a time. And when you're in a bath, you can only bathe. You can't write a book when you bathe or build a building or teach a class. You can only bathe and possibly sing. So why do we bathe? Well, to keep clean and to smell good. We must daily have a wash. It is our duty to be clean each day. Each day I drive to the office. I would rather stay at home, but my duty can't be done fully unless I go to the office. This is a daily duty of my life. Therefore, I do my duty each day. Often, I must start my duty in studying writing. Normally before my feelings and desires catch up and I feel I want to do those instead. This is a part of the work I've been called to, so I daily do my duty and work, even when I don't feel like it. Someone once said, don't call in sick, crawl in sick. Referring to those who stay out of work for any little sickness. Now, my mum was a stickler for this last rule when I was at school, to the point that I ended up with a 100% attendance record from the five years I spent at secondary school. Come hell or high water, my mum was making sure I spent time learning. If you have a job, do your job. If you are working for the Lord, keep working. Nothing in this world can be allowed to get in the way of duty. Romans 15, 25-29 talks about the duty of giving. The Bible has quite a lot to say about giving. If we are blessed with spiritual things then we must do our duty and minister to others in physical and material things. Far too often, many have been blessed by a person of God, preaching life-giving truth to us, and we never so much as even say thank you. We should bless those who minister to us with spiritual gifts, with material gifts. An example of this happened to one of my preacher friends when he was ministering to a church. Him, like me, likes to get his wear out of his clothes. If you've ever seen my trainers, I wear my trainers until they are completely worn out. I try to do that with, to be honest, most of my clothing. But back to my friend. Now one of his dress shirts was starting to get a little ragged and on a special surprise birthday celebration that he was giving to a member of his church, the faithful of his church after the service gave a gift of a new dress shirt and tie and a new pair of dress shoes. This pastor friend of mine was rewarded with material things for his ministry to these faithful members of spiritual things. Now many of these people had been children, young men and women whom he brought to the Lord whilst at this church. And they were glad to give of material things because he had given them spiritual things. The interesting thing here is that duty was carried out by all. Not just the people who had a title or a job description, but by all, children, men and women. What is very important is those of us who are given a title, whether that be a leader, elder, trustee, have more of a responsibility to do both our duty and our spiritual duty too. To work especially hard to fulfil God's work and to be role models of how to carry out our calling. So as we come into conclusion, how often do we forget to give back to those who have blessed and helped us? We should also give of our money to the true work of God. It is our duty to obey God in this. So let us begin to do our duty in giving, 
Every child of God is called a servant of the Lord, and every Christian has a duty of service in God's work. God has something for each of us to do. Not everyone is called to be a minister, an evangelist, a pastor, or a teacher, but everyone is called to do something. You may be called to be a deacon of a local church. If you are, then do your duty to be the best that you can. If you are an usher in your church, then ush. Do your duty of service to the work of God. Maybe you are a Sunday school teacher. If so, then it is your duty to be the best you can. If you run the nursery at your church, then it is your duty to do your best. Everyone has a duty to do it. It is up to you to find out what that is for you personally. If you don't know your calling, then start right now asking and seeking God. Ask him to show you what his will is for your life. Duty is only a small four-letter word, but it carries great weight in our service to God Almighty and his great work. If we are to ever be in God's perfect will in our lives here on earth, we must first set our heart and mind to do our duty, whatever that duty may be. Amen. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.